0: Hello, I'm Harry Karanja, the lawyer, and I am Gashau Patrick, the layman, and this is Swalanyeti, the Kenyan legal podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions.
1: Welcome to Swalanyeti. Hi, Gashau. Hi, Wakili. Where have you been, Wakili? Bana? What do you mean? Where have I been?
0: I've not seen you in a long time. <laughs> I, I I got a job here in the studio. I cleaned the studio. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> see you coming around.
1: Well, I, I can say the same thing. <laughs> that you don't see me. Yeah, exactly. come around <laughs> <laughs> No, that does not work. Uh,
0: now, Akili, I, I want to give you a hack, mm-hmm. a life hack, a Nairobi hack. Okay. Have you ever had an incident where you ran out of fuel? Uh, how many, how many times am I allowed to say yes? <laughs> <laughs> Only once. Uh huh. So apparently, Nairobi, mm-hmm. at its law, mm-hmm. maybe in Kenya, that you cannot buy fuel with a plastic container. Yes, yes. So the hack nowadays is that you can hire a metallic container. What do you mean hire? You, the people there at the presentation who can hire out a <laughs> metal container for you. All right. And you go fuel and you transfer. Yeah. yeah. If you need their numbers, you have to
1: see me now. Oh, my goodness. Yes. We are truly an entrepreneurial nation. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Wakili, mm-hmm. let's listen to today's case.
2: Hello. I signed a lease for this apartment and I was sold on the potential. Let's face it, house hunting in Nairobi is such a nightmare. I noticed a few things prior to moving in and I raised it to the landlord that needed urgent fixing before I moved in. A month later I moved in and they hadn't done the changes but they had done a paint job and the basic cleaning. Among the things that I pointed out was the plumbing system and electrical wiring of some of the rooms since they, they couldn't hold the light for long. Now, I've been here for six months and I have been in communication with the landlord about the renovations that I asked for. But I have been receiving no feedback or no job has been done yet. In those six months, I have done a few home improvements. I added a wallpaper and I fixed the floor. I just did polishing. Now, in the last call I did to the landlord, she got so upset with me and she gave me an eviction notice saying that I'm such a difficult tenant. I want to know, will I get compensated for the wallpaper and the floating job that I did. And is the eviction legal?
1: (laughs) So it's very interesting to see in this time of COVID that it's the tenant who wants to pay and it's the landlord who is uh, chasing them out. (laughs) Yeah, get out. (laughs) So the way I understand this, this lady, she moved into this apartment Mm -hmm. and um, they agreed with the landlady that the landlady would be making some improvements. Mm -hmm. They had identified. And on this basis, they entered into a lease agreement Mm. And uh, although the lease agreement was silent on these specific changes, yeah. the the lady, she set up her apartment the way she wanted. She put up her wallpaper. <laughs> She's <laughs> made her improvements, cut curtain box, et cetera, et cetera. Now, when she kept reminding the landlady about making the improvements, the landlady said, you know, you're disturbing me. This is too much. It's not mm. what I signed up for. So yeah. can you leave?
0: Please, please with your wallpaper. <laughs> Let's get out. Yeah,
1: so let's begin from the basis of the relationship. This is a landlord-tenant relationship. Okay, correct. And the thing about landlord-tenant relationship is that they are usually governed by a lease agreement. But in addition to that lease agreement, you have what we call implied covenants. And they don't have to be written down. They don't have to be written down. Okay. Okay, so the basic one, the basic implied one, which doesn't have to be written down, is once you let an apartment yes. you should have quiet enjoyment of the apartment i mean your okay. landlord should not be coming at midnight to okay. see to see if i'm living in beef <laughs> to, to see if you're still here you know <laughs> hi, i came to say hi <laughs> exactly <laughs> so you should have some exclusive possession and you know quiet enjoyment so yeah. those are the kind of things they don't have okay. to be written down okay. but they're implied okay. now in this case the the lease agreement did cover quite a bit but it appears that they left out these small yeah, changes. The improvements. These improvements yeah. that um, this lady wanted.
0: Akili, how do you know mm-hmm. if the improvements are reasonable? Uh, okay, let me put it that way. If, yeah. if, if you get into our house, yes. and I tell you it's a two-bedroom house, Yes. With each bedroom has its own wardrobe, mm-hmm. and each wardrobe has a door. Mm-hmm. See? And mm-hmm. we walk in, and one wardrobe has no door. Yeah. We
1: agree this door is going to be fixed. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah,
0: But what if you want a chandelier
1: in my house? <laughs> so so usually what happens, and I think that was the basis of this lease as well, is that if you're going to make any additions or alterations yes. as a tenant, mm-hmm. then you should seek the, landla- the landlady's approval. That is point one. Like yes. the, the, the wallpaper maybe. Yes. And the reverse now? So these are things which will affect the habitability of the place. Okay. Yeah. So, will a chandelier affect whether the place is habitable or not? No, you know, maybe somebody
0: has downsized <laughs> <sales> from <laughs> from Garden, Leafy suburbs into my apartments, saying I cannot stay in an apartment where yeah. I don't have this. Then I say, okay,
1: I will do it. So, the best thing is to make sure that at the very beginning, if those are the things that you want in your part, then make sure they're part of the lease agreement. Okay. Because the lease agreement is what will govern your relationship. But the implied ones might put me in trouble now. As who? As the landlord. Of course, landlady of man. course, uh, the, the implied conditions must be met. And as I said, one of the implied conditions is that the place must be kept habitable. Okay. okay. So if there's a leaking um, tap, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't leave the, pla- the leaking tap running and ex- tell the person, no, that's... Mm. Or block drainage, you know. Yes, yes. Okay. So those things which make the place habitable or not, which will change, um, it's a case-by-case case basis that you evaluate them. So
0: in this case, we're implying... Yes.
1: Or rather... The assumption mm-hmm. is
0: that this lady is asking for things yes that make her place habitable nothing out of the ordinary maybe blocked drainage leaking taps that's what we're assuming she wants so
1: that's that's the argument she would need to make okay so for pre- her to show that the landlord was breaching the, the, lease, the, agreement. the lease agreement uh now the, the challenge of course is if she can't make that argument yes okay mm-hmm. then you look at at the end of the day it's the landlord who determines the landlord has that freedom to choose who is going to stay reside. Yes. Definitely. And a, yes. And as long as um the lease is brought to an end according to the law, yes. then the landlord is fully within their power to terminate the lease. Okay. So then the question would be, was this lease terminated according to the law?
0: Yes. Get get, <laughs> get out. <laughs> So just get out. According to you, what
1: what what should uh, what are the minimum requirements?
0: <laughs> you pay the full month rent and then you leave. <laughs> and anyway, no. know.
1: Yeah. I so, don't know. So yeah. So I mean, when it comes to terminating a lease, okay, you have to look at the terms of the contract. Yes. Um, the lease agreement. So the lease agreement will usually give a notice period. Yeah. And in this case, it appears that notice period was not adequately given. Uh huh. So on that basis the notice would be a mistake. And now the fact that, you know, at the end of the notice period, this lady was... The only way to say it is that she was bundled out. (laughs) She was... Because, you know, she... she, Like an auction. I mean, it was almost an auction, yeah? Yeah. Because, you know, you you hear her trying to just move so quickly. Yeah. And the notice period uh, legally had not expired. It, It becomes a situation whereby... She can um, claim for unlawful eviction. Okay. Essentially, although nobody carried her things, she was being evicted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Okili, this thing for deposits. By the way, is it mm-hmm. a legal requirement when I when I when I sign a lease yes. agreement for rentals? Yes. They saying you have to pay a monthly deposit. Mm-hmm. What do they call it? Like the money stays still in the landlord. A security
1: deposit. Yes, that's the word. It's contractual. It's contractual. It's contractual. So as long as you agree. Remember, a contract is what the two of you agree. Okay. Okay, so if you agree that I should leave a security deposit then that what, becomes What if I move in before I sign?
0: <laughs> Which happens quite a bit. Yeah, then I say, ah, man, I'm not signing this. Yet I'm already
1: in your apartment. Swakili. So this, this is a big, big, big uh, gap for landlords because it happens so often that um, a tenancy relationship begins before the lease is signed. Yeah. So this is another part of implied that you will sign. (laughs) So what happens in such a situation, then this tenancy becomes, uh, if it's a residential property, let me say, if it's a commercial property, Mm -hmm. then it becomes what is called a controlled tenancy. Okay. A controlled tenancy is a tenancy which has not been reduced into writing. Okay. Because you've started the tenancy. Already? Yes, but okay. the tenancy agreement has not been released into in writing. Okay. And in such a situation, then things become very difficult for the landlord because well. the landlord has to abide by so many things, including not giving a termination notice less than two months. Oh, I think we did this sometime. Yeah, yeah. So that's, remember. That's, that would be if it's a commercial okay. property. But if it's a residential property... And um, it becomes a month, a mo- oh, it's called a periodic lease. Yes,
0: I remember okay. a periodic lease. So it's what we do, yes.
1: we assume that's the law now.
0: We assume that's our contract. You pay me every month, Yes, we assume that's...
1: Yes, and what now would be, usually to the tenant's advantage, is that the terms of the contract are just those implied yeah, Between the two, yeah. So for example, if the landlord had a term that uh, in the lease, which you did not sign, that you can't keep pets, but... <laughs> you have not signed. <laughs> you have not signed, and your pet is not causing any damage. You know, you <laughs> yeah, yeah, might as well yeah, yeah. keep it. Okay, so okay. these are some of the challenges that landlords get into okay. what they you don't take time. I see.
0: Now, our lady here mm-hmm. can can she want to go back to my apartments? She said since the the lease was illegal, yes, the eviction, yes, I'm coming
1: back. So what is her remedy? I'm coming <laughs> to live in your no, house. No, no, no. Once <laughs> once once you've been evicted, I'm sorry, you can't go back. Yeah, <laughs> no. But, I was Unlawfully. But evicted.
0: uh, Well I'm coming so that you evict me how do you say
1: lawfully now? (laughs) (laughs) Once you're out, you're out. But you can always sue for compensation. Okay. If the eviction was unlawful. And there are conditions that they look at to determine whether the eviction was unlawful, including whether it was a dignified eviction. Yeah. I mean all your neighbors are there seeing you being bundled out. They're throwing things (laughs) through the balcony. (laughs) So so you have to look at this. But there's a process. The, the biggest one, of course, is usually the notice yeah. for eviction, which is it does need to be served. Yeah. So in the failure of serving this notice, you know, that's one of the first um, instances. Same. Although, like I said, this in her situation, it's not technically an eviction. She was given a termination notice. She's the one who moved out on her own. Okay. But she moved out under a lot of... um. Duress yeah you can call it duress yeah now the the thing that she's asking specifically you know she seems to have invested quite a bit in this wallpaper (laughs) and and you know she she was not able to remove the wallpaper okay yeah you know she's been told by the landlord that they have to use a security deposit to paint over the wallpaper yeah to repair to repair she had planned to stay there for several years
0: this lady is planning in
1: Amazon's so <laughs> abutment. So whether or not she can get compensated will go back to how was the notice issued. And I believe she has an argument yeah. that the notice was um was not lawful. Yeah. Because it did not give her sufficient time. Yeah. Um, but she can probably, you know, make this argument only to the extent that she did not breach the Lease agreement terms, Herself. yes. For example, that that for any uh, improvements, she mm. would need to seek the...
0: permission of the landlady.
1: Exactly. So this is where she has to check and see the law, man. <laughs> <laughs> so the the final thing which which I found was quite interesting was where should she bring her claim if she decides to bring oh, her yeah. claim.
0: So Akili, you know you have been teaching me a lot of things here. Mm. And I assume this wallpaper was—if it's very close, it's still less than a million, maybe eight hundred thousand, <laughs> wow. or maybe ten thousand shillings. <laughs> yeah, this
1: lady can go to small claims, isn't it? Small claims does handle claims under a million. Yes. The the challenge I think she would face mm-hmm. is that the small claims specifically does not entertain matters arising out of a landlord-tenant relationship. Is that so? Yes, that is so unfair,
0: Wakilibara. <laughs> All of us live in somebody's house, most likely.
1: Yeah, so the p- small window she might have is that she is no longer in a landlord-tenant relationship.
0: I cannot take my current landlord to a small No, if it's your current landlord, forget.
1: As long as the issue is about the, the tenancy. tenancy. But she is not in possession of the property anymore. So mm. technically, she is not a tenant anymore. Um, the matter still arose during the tenancy, but... If there's a window for her, that probably would be the only window. I'll be honest, this court is still forming jurisprudence. What does that
0: mean? Like where they, ca- what they can do? Exactly. Like
1: okay. like how they operate. Yes. So so. Uh, so then she should be the first one so that they can <laughs> add jurisprudence <laughs> it's, it's for tenancies. It's worth a try. It's definitely worth a try. Or you just
0: go to the landlord and ask them, give me my 10000 now,
1: now you're talking like a layman and probably <laughs> <laughs> that in this case might be uh, an
2: easier and quicker ah, yes. solution. <laughs>
0: you bring my money.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, well now Wakili. Thank you very much for this episode. I hope she gets the assistance she needs. And Wakili, just to let you know, wallpaper is expensive and makes a house look nice. So if you are kicked out and you had put wallpaper, I feel for her. In any case, thanks for listening to Swalanyeti
1: and until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Swalanyeti. To listen to more episodes or get more information, visit our website, www.swalanyeti.org. If you have a legal question, you can also send it to us on our website. Or call us on 708 if you need urgent assistance. Till next time, goodbye. Goodbye.